Have you been looking for answers? Maybe you've tried to figure it out on your own. Have you ever felt defeated? Did you consider giving up? Maybe you needed some encouragement or a clear path to take. Today, we have a solution for you. It's personal. This podcast is designed to offer a different solution to you from a biblical perspective. We believe in spreading God's love, empowering you, and helping to uplift you through the Word of God. It's not about us. It's all about Him. This is how we figured out. It's personal. Then she went back and began to eat again. 
and she was no longer sad. Verses 24, it says, when the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle in the shadow. They brought along a three-year-old boy for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. And after sacrificing the boy, they brought the boy to Eli. Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked. She said, I'm the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. Now I'm giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord there. You may be seated the word of God for the people of God. Urshans, you may be seated. And just for a little while, I want to use for a topic a mother who knows the Lord. A mother who knows the Lord. Happy Mother's Day again to all the mothers, but we, as a people, should be thankful for the mothers in our lives. If it wasn't for our mothers, we wouldn't be here today. Our mothers have taught us, our mothers have trained us, our mothers have raised us. And if you have a mother still here today, Amen. you should be thankful Amen. that you are still able to see your mother. Amen. You should be grateful to be able to say, hey, mama, I love you, mama, because everybody don't have that opportunity to see their mother today in person. So if you have a mother, be grateful. Be thankful. Because it could be another way. So this text coming from 1 Samuel. Where we learn of a man named Elkanah. Elkanah, he had two wives. One was named Hannah. Her name meant Grace. The other name was Penina. Her name meant Pearl. And as you saw in the scripture, Penina had children. But Hannah did not have any children. So this suggests that Hannah was Elkanah's first wife. And they suffered the sadness of being unable to have children. So apparently, because they didn't have children, they wasn't able to have children, Elkanah took on a second wife. Stay with me now. And this type of arrangement was not forbidden in the Old Testament times. But it commonly led to difficulties, which we will see in the text. We see it today. You try to have two men, you're going to have some problems. You try to have two women, you're going to have some problems. But I heard the women behind me say, the Old Testament times. 
<laughs> so Hannah's barrenness, it robbed her of her sense of worth. It robbed her of her sense of dignity. For women were and are expected to bear children for their husbands. But Penina, she used Hannah's situation against her. So here we are in the first couple of verses. After the journey to Shiloh, the Bible says, there was Eli and his two sons. For they served as priests at Shiloh. And we see Elkanah took, his, took this trip annually to the house of the Lord. And it was painful for him. For it meant worshiping one whom she believed had closed her womb. It meant worshiping and having devotion to God, the one who she thought was her enemy. You ever been going through a situation and you say, oh, I, I don't even feel like going to church today. Right. You ever been having problems in your life and you say, oh, I just don't want to deal with nobody today. Here you go. Hannah going through a situation. But still had to go to the house of prayer annually in spite of her situation. But in this Hannah shows us something about a woman who knows the Lord. I start by to tell you, a woman who knows the Lord, number one, they endure. Mother who knows the Lord, she endures. Verse 6, 7, and 8 says, So Penina would taunt Hannah and make fun of her. Because the Lord had kept her from having children. Yeah, the little year it was the same. Penina would turn Hannah as they went to the tabernacle each time. Hannah would be reduced to tears and would not even eat. Why are you crying, Hannah? I would ask. Why aren't you eating? Why be downhearted just because you have? No children. You have me? Isn't that better than having ten sons? Here Hannah has suffered for years. She suffered the anguish of not having a child. She suffered the wrath of a terrible woman. She suffered but she endured. Year by year she suffered. But year after year, she continued to go to the house of the Lord. A lot of people, when they start having problems, and it seems as if things are not or will not get better, they stop doing everything they were doing for God. They stop singing. They stop praying. They stop fasting. They stop going to church. They basically give up on God. But I need to tell you today, don't give up on God. Because God won't give up on you. A woman who knows the Lord. 
she endured. She endured by drawing her strength from the Lord. She wasn't busting open cans to drink. She wasn't popping bottles to drink. But she endured by drawing her strength from the Lord. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So a woman who knows the Lord, number one, she knows how to endure. So if you know how to do it, if you know how to endure, give God some praise this morning. She knows how to endure. I know my mama had to deal with me sometimes. Hard-headed, but she endured. My teachers have to deal with me sometimes. Hard-headed, but they endure. Talking about a woman who knows the Lord. Her communion with God, or should I say, her relationship with God. That is what saw her through another year of endure. But not only does a woman who knows the Lord endure, but she also, number two, she prays. Number one, she endured. Number two, she prayed. Look at the Bible. I'm coming straight from the Bible. Verse 9, 10, and 11 says, Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Bible says Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli, the priest, was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow, O oh Lord of heaven's armies, if you look upon my son and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him right back to you. He will see after the eating of the sacrifice was done. Hannah took some time for herself. She went to the temple. Where Eli the priest was on duty. And within sight of Eli, Hannah was proactive. Deacons, Hannah was that peak proactive. She was proactive in her endurance. Where somebody is saying, Well, Reverend, how was she proactive? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Bible tells us that she prayed. So even while patiently waiting, Hannah did not stop seeking the Lord. Right. Hannah didn't approach prayer like She prayed at length with great emotion. She prayed with a sincere heart. She prayed with tears in her eyes. She prayed at length with great emotion. I don't know about you, but sometimes I just have to cry sometimes. It don't matter what may be going on, sometimes in my prayer life, I just have to sit back there and just pray by myself. And it brings tears to your eyes. When you need something, it brings tears to your eyes. When you're going through a situation, sometimes it brings tears to your eyes. And I just stop and tell you, it's all right to cry sometimes. Men, it's all right to cry sometimes. Boys, it's all right to cry sometimes. Let me settle down. 
she was talking to. And it was serious for her to have a prayer life to talk to God. And in her prayer, she made a vow. A vow involves a promise. It's a promise of a gift to God if he intervened to help. That you're going to do something for him. I start by telling you, vows are not to be taken lightly. Her prayer was so for, so forceful that Eli, the priest, as he was looking at her, he assumed she was drunk. I start by telling you, you better stop assuming. Because assuming will get you in trouble. But the priest, he assumed she was drunk. Because he can hear her prayer. But he seen her lips moving. But if you study the text, I don't have time to dive down into that. You will see that Hannah cleared that up. After she finished her prayer. She said, look, I'm not drunk. I'm just praying to the Lord about my situation. So when you face life, when you face situations, when you have problems that you can't seem to solve, you must have a prayer life. And stop taking your problems to everybody. And take your problems to the Lord. Pull out yourself to him. Because our strength comes from the Lord. You can go to the weight room all you want. But when it comes to life, we need some strength from the Lord. The songwriter said, you are my strength. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. It reaches to me. So a mother who knows the Lord, number one, she endures. Number two, she prays. Number three, a mother who knows the Lord has faith. She has faith. Reverend Howden, where do you see that? But if you look at verse 17 and 18, you'll see in that case, Eli said, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. Then she went back and began to eat again. And she was no longer sad. So here is something that you must notice. Earlier, Hannah was upset. Earlier, Hannah was down and out. My Mary, earlier, Hannah was crying to the Lord. But after she endured, after she prayed at the house of the Lord, after Eli had blessed her request, the Bible says that Hannah started back in. I stop and tell you the devil can take your appetite. But God can give you appetite right back to you. Woo! 
the Bible says that she was no longer saved. And this was after she left the house of prayer. Hannah knew she had been in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord calmed her. The Lord comforted her. Hannah's faith, faith was in the Lord. And that is all that she could do. Because if you study the test within a year, you will find where God blessed her. God gave her exactly what she asked. So she endured, but because she trusted in the Lord. She prayed because she trusted in the Lord. And faith is the foundation, should be the foundation. Of all of our personal relationship with the Lord. We have to believe he is who he says he is. We have to trust him to do what he says he will do. And while things were stacked against her, she had an anchor for her soul. It was her faith in the one who can do all things. While she endured horrible adversity, her faith in God was her rock. So I stop at asking this morning, what are you leaning on today? Who are you leaning on today? Because in life, we must lean and depend on Jesus. And if you don't, I tell you, you will learn to lean and depend on Jesus. So a mother who knows the Lord, number one, she endures. Number two, she prays. Number three, she has faith. And lastly, number four, she worships. She worships. Verse 24 through 28, when the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle. They brought along the three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli, the priest, remember? Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked. I am the very woman who stood here seven years ago praying to the Lord. And I asked the Lord to give me this boy. And he has granted my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord. And he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord there. Here Hannah did not forget who made all things possible. Sometimes us can pray for stuff. The Lord give it to us. And we act like we don't know him no more. But here, Hannah, she showed us that when the Lord gives us what we ask for, we need to go back to him and say, Lord, I thank you. Because if it had not been for you on my side, Lord, I just don't know where I would be. But here, we're going to find out that Hannah went back to the church house. She brought sacrifices to the Lord, and she worshiped him. 
She couldn't hold back her love and praise for the one who had seen her through everything that she had went through. The Bible says that they worship the Lord. Not just Hannah. The Bible says they worship the Lord. I stopped by to tell you, Deacon Rudd, the Lord ain't got to bless me. As long as he bless you, I still can worship the Lord. My marriage, the Lord ain't got to bless me. As long as he keep on blessing you, I can worship the Lord. Stop thinking about yourself all the time. And praise God for somebody. Praise God for somebody else. Oh, Lord. So what is worship? What is worship? Worship is setting God apart as worthy of our praise. Setting God apart as worthy of our glory. Setting God apart as worthy of our honor. Worship is acknowledging that God is greater than anyone or anything else in the world. So when the Lord answers your prayer, don't forget to worship Him. Because I stop and tell your mother, who knows the Lord? She endured. She prayed. She has faith. And she worships. But Hannah wasn't the only one in the Bible who was bad. And the Lord turned around and blessed them. Sarah was barren. Sarah had no child. But God promised Abraham that she would bear a child. And she bore Isaac. Rebecca, she was barren. But Isaac prayed for her. And she conceived and born Esau and Jacob. Jacob's wife, Rachel, she was bad. But God listened to her and opened her womb. The Bible says she gave birth to Joseph, to whom God saved many lives. Samson's mother, she was bad. But she was visited by an angel and gave birth to Samson. Elizabeth, she was there. But with God's grace, she bore a child whose name was John. Then there was a woman who was not there, had not given birth, for she was a virgin. Her name was Mary. And while still a virgin, she conceived and gave birth to a child whose name was Jesus. Jesus. What I'm saying is that in spite of what you experience, in spite of how you may feel, in spite of what you may see, continue to endure. Continue to pray to the Lord. Continue to have faith. Continue to worship the Lord. Because eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. That all things are possible with God. 
A woman. A woman. Who knows the Lord. What she does. She endures. She prays. She has faith. And she worships. I don't know what you're facing this morning. Thank you for listening to this particular episode of It's Personal. We thank you for your continued support and pray that you leave empowered and encouraged to stay with God. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at It's Personal Ministries. Before we go, we would like to leave you with this word of comfort. It's not about us. It's all about him. This is where we realize it's personal. Until next time, God bless.